Welcome to the Spectator PM podcast. I'm Ellie Gardy, and I'm joined by Aubrey Gulick. And we heard some interesting news just now. The Field Museum in Chicago is going to be covering up some of its Native American exhibits uh, as a result of new regulations implemented by the Biden administration uh, that encourage repatriation of Native American cultural artifacts. Right. So essentially, um, the idea is that these museums now have to get permission from the Native American tribes the artifacts are from to display the artifacts, which is kind of problematic because Native American tribes haven't historically like kept a huge amount of records about whose artifacts are whose. And um, yeah, and so as a result, like this field museum in Chicago is now going to have to cover up thousands and thousands of artifacts um, instead of displaying them because they don't have permission to display them. And if they don't have permission, they could get fined by the federal government. So, right. But it turns out it's extremely difficult to get permission for these ancient artifacts because no one really knows who they belong to. So most Native Americans had migrated somewhere around North America within 100 to 500 years of Europeans arriving. So we don't really know what goes where or who anything belongs to. And to try to associate a particular object with a federally recognized tribe today is very difficult. And so before the Biden administration's new regulations you could be a museum and you could say, we don't know where this came from. We don't know what tribe it's associated with. So we're, we aren't going to be able to return it. But now you are no longer able to say that you cannot figure it out. And in fact, you must defer to Native American traditional knowledge of lineal descendants, Indian tribes, and Native Hawaiian organizations in making your determinations. So Right. So a bunch of new like bureaucracy and red tape and hoops to jump through just to have like a Native American display in a museum, which is, you know, kind of a problem when you're trying to run a museum that's talking about like the history of the, this continent, which, you know, a significant part of that history is Native American culture and what we know of its history and its, you know, their stories. And essentially, I, I don't know, I feel like by requiring, you know, them to try to track down and jump through all these hoops and you know, just to display these artifacts, you're essentially, you know, making it more difficult to teach people about Native American history, which kind of seems like it's counterproductive in many ways. Like, like we don't know who these things belong to, but we do want to share their history, right? And you know, what Instead it was like before the Europeans over the artifacts and covering it up. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's kind of a crazy thing, especially like in Ohio anyway, where I'm from, like their Native Americans would build these like mud huts and like the tribes, I mean, the tribe, tribal names are all over the place. And the same is true in Michigan. I mean, across the country. And we have these museums where you can go and, you know, visit you know, the little mud huts and you can learn about the history, which is kind of unique. And I mean, like we did that as kids, it was a field trip, but you don't get to learn that history if like you have to ask whatever Native American Indian tribe to 
you know, can we even display this old mud hut? I don't know. <laughs> um, one would hope that the Indian, you know, Native American tribe would be like, yeah, oh, we don't care. It's not like we're going to go live there now. <laughs> so, it right. seems like many of them are trying to get these objects back. Right. Yeah. A lot of them do seem to be trying to get. It's like it's kind of like um, the British Museum has come under a lot of fire recently for well, and you know, in past decades for having stolen like artifacts from ancient Egypt and the Egyptians want them back. So it's kind of like that debate, except that we're dealing with, I mean, like, it's not like we stole artifacts from an actual tribe because we actually just can't track it down the tribe. It comes, it comes from, like yeah, it got I, uncovered. I think a lot of this emerged out of a desire to get human remains back, but now it's expanded yes. to just cultural objects. And so with Native American cultural objects, they tend to be a lot of organic material or just like, you know, it, this is made out of leather. This is made out of a feather. And it turns out that sort of material doesn't last very long. So a lot of Native American artifacts are from very recent times. So if you, for example, go to the Museum of the American Indian in Washington, D.C., their main exhibit uh, has a lot of objects from 2004, 2005, and they're made, you know, in the tradition of Amer Native American art, but it's not like something from the great past. It's a very recent object. And so that is the case for most of these Native American objects. So that, you know, puts off uh, some of the pressure, but I don't know, maybe people could get those objects back too, so right right like do you, well and the other question i don't know like as a native american tribe do you even want those objects back like they're doing they're fulfilling a role at the museum they're educating people making people more aware of your history like in some ways that's kind of a great thing so like why do you want them removed i don't know um it just seems kind of weird so the other native american um story that hit the news this week that was kind of an odd one um just kind of came out of nowhere so nasa hired uh, another like a another company to send um a moon lander to the moon and to take some things there so they were taking some nasa instruments they were taking a soda can for like a promotional thing because somebody's trying to pull in elon musk and then they were also taking remains of like 95 people and a dog and the yeah, we're taking the remains of 95 people to the moon right so you can apparently for the low low price of thirteen thousand dollars, you can send like three grams of your ashes to the moon that's a thing so it was it's a historical landing in that we haven't done a landing like this from the united states in over 50 years um but the navajo indian uh tribe was kind of got all up in arms about this because the moon as it turns out is kind of a sacred object for like native american religions and so to them it was like a huge deal that these human remains are going to be on the moon and so they complained to the government and the government was like well we can't really do anything because like we're not like there's no regulation and this is a private company so the <laughs> The lander took off on Monday, and then 
developed a fuel leak and so now it can't land on the moon so now it's just floating off into space they're just floating off into space i guess like i guess my question oh go ahead to keep the moon sacred yes yeah yeah well and you know 95 people 96 i guess paid thirteen thousand dollars to have you know like do you get your money back for that kind of thing i don't know it was just like the weirdest story like where what are people even thinking like i don't understand this and Native Americans have uh, generally really prized uh, burials and human remains and made Mm -hmm. that a priority in their culture. And so that's been another issue with these museums and studying them and wanting to get the human remains back. And there's been a couple of controversies over various Native American tribes trying to get bodies from uh, scientists who are trying to look at them. And in some cases, it's been like, this person was alive hundreds of years ago, and they're not even that genetically related to Native Americans, but all the tribes are still trying to uh, get hold of the remains. And so scientists are saying, well, all these Native American activists are preventing us from uh, looking at these ancient humans that are really important for science. Right. Yeah, no, and that that is part of, I think, like the new federal regulation was like, you can't study, you can't even do research unless you've gotten permission, which in some cases is like, it's again, it's impossible to track it down. So how are you going to get, do the research and how do you fill in like the picture of what life was like here before we had historical records, which wasn't all that long ago, like it was, you know, couple hundred years is all of the records we have and you know scientists who are trying to be like okay so you know these people move from here to here they're trying to track movement of people like they can't even do that research anymore um unless they get permission from whoever claims like these ancient remains (laughs) which i i kind of understand the desire to you know keep that you know remain sacred and like consider them as like oh no this is actually kind of an important thing but at the same time like like how do you balance that and is federal regulation requiring permission from somebody who may or may not be related to them genetically even yeah, so there was a lawsuit in 2004 uh where these native americans were trying to get a hold of the this human remains of the skeleton But the court uh, concluded that there was not enough information to see whether or not the the uh, skeleton was actually had any cultural or genetic ties to present day Native American tribes. And so they were not given the skeleton back. That's I mean, yeah. And I guess you're going to see probably a lot more of those types of cases, but with like the regulation coming out. Yeah, it's just kind of an odd story. Yeah, for sure. Fun fact. So if you're walking through a museum this weekend and you notice that all sorts of exhibits are covered, now you know why. Um, it's all the ideology of uh, that everyone, you know, a, a power is colonizing and that we have to yeah. hide all the wrongs and 
So now all of our museums will be empty and we will be returning all objects associated with every culture back to those cultures and we will have nothing. Yeah, right. So are we supposed to do this with, um, you know, European groups or what about Native American groups or like indigenous populations in South America or Central America? Are we supposed to return back Mayan sculptures, but they weren't in the United States? Like how far is this going to go? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like, there is no line at some point. And so you can easily slide down, you know, whatever slippery slope you you feel like once you've started regulating this kind of thing. And I mean, when you when it comes down to it, the government gets paid from it, right? Like they're fining people. So it's like, well, okay, so nice, you know, nice source of income for the government, I guess. <laughs> Yet another way for them to make money. Um, yeah, it's, it's an odd one, but hopefully we find a better way of handling issues like this, where it's like, how do you both tell the story, the history of what's going, of what happened? We don't need more land of lakes, uh, Native Americans removed from the butter packaging. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So that was all we have on that story today. Uh, thank you for joining us over at the Spectator PM podcast. Uh, if you liked this, hit the like button, subscribe. Um, let us know what you think about the shorter segments. It's something that we as a company are trying. Um, you'll notice that the spectacle also has shorter segments this week um, and for the next few weeks. So we'd love to get your feedback on that. Um, yeah, until next time, um, I'm Aubrey Gulick. This is Ellie Yardy. Have a great day.